BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on the Big Party Show. Well, around 25 people are without a home this morning because of a fire that took place at around 11 o'clock last night at the Maple Ridge apartment complex near 108th and Maple. Everyone got out of the building okay. It took crews over an hour to put the fire out. They also had to fight through a roof collapse. Uh, Red Cross was on the scene to help those forced from their homes. Like World Herald or somebody needs to break down like a timeline in history of apartment complexes on Maple Street that have burnt. Remember mm-hmm. Stephanie, yep. who used to work here, her apartment was just west of 90th and Maple remember years ago. Yeah. And that was on a windy day, and it, and it burned like a blowtorch. Yeah. And that's what this one was yesterday. I mean, so huge flames. and Cigarettes? It's like that windy corridor. Yeah, it just, it's just a windy corridor right there, because that's the way the buildings are, are They set. said this one had started on the third floor balcony. So you wonder again. Grill. Smoking, grilling. A, somebody smoking a dart? I bet it is. I just wonder, I mean, because it's usually one of those two. Either somebody didn't extinguish a cigarette all the way, or somebody was grilling. Though they've clamped down on grilling. Didn't they pass an ordinance where there was no... Charcoal grills? Yeah, yeah. you're no longer allowed to grill, like in apartment complexes. Like, sorry, folks, fun's over, no grilling allowed. It depends. I mean, everyone's different. But I think, yeah, there's just no charcoal grilling um, on on balconies. Um, Because there was that huge deal on... charcoal grill? No, you violated... I mean, mine's a... Cement, you know. Yeah, but I technically I think there's a the law is in effect for all. Yeah, them, because but people still do. You see grills on the back. Of, uh, they yeah. passed it after that huge fire. Don't you remember on Pacific, seventy uh-huh. sixth and Pacific? That place went up like a tinderbox after somebody was grilling. It was a windy day. Coals flew, and the next thing you know, boom. I think this is a cigarette, to be honest with you. Everybody seems to be putting, um, you know, like cigarettes in a can, and then, you know, eventually the water runs out of it, or if there's even water in it, and I'm sure yeah. it lights, you know, so. Well, they're still investigating the, I'm sure they'll. It's a bummer. Uh, firefighters also had another uh, fire to fight at around 11 o'clock last night. This one at the Baxter Arena, a food warmer overheated and caught fire. A security officer noticed the smell and called the fire department to the arena. Uh, crews quickly put out the flames. However, crews did have to ventilate. Smoke made its way through the arena. And an Omaha lawyer helping to defend the accused uh, Cre- uh, Creighton killer, Anthony Garcia, wants the judge to let a Chicago attorney return to the case. He filed a motion asking for the judge to reconsider his decision to disqualify Allison Mata. The judge, Gary Randall, ruled comments that she made about the case to the media violated ethics rules and interfered with justice. She can attend the trial, but she can't speak or sit at the defense table. No word on when the judge may rule on this new motion. The trial is set to begin June 13th. And uh, the uh, Big Ten baseball tournament is going to remain in Omaha for most of the time over the next several years. Word came yesterday the Big Ten announced an extension that will allow TD Ameritrade to host the tournament from 2018 through 2022. The Big Ten baseball tournament was held in Omaha for the first time back in 2014, and yesterday's announcement the tournament will be held at TD Ameritrade seven times over a nine-year period. 
Now, last year, Minneapolis hosted, but this year we are going to be the host city again uh, next month in May. And then the tournament will go someplace else for 2017 and then return back here in 2018. Uh, speaking of baseball, heading into last night's game between Nebraska and Creighton, uh, Nebraska had a seven-game winning streak ended last night. Creighton with a walk-off, wins 4-3, to three, looked pretty exciting. Ooh. Um, down at TD Ameritrade. So that's good. We're, we're getting more use out of that place. There were almost 7,000 people at that game. Really? That'd be great. Yeah. Holy smokes, man. That's great. Uh, Republican House Speaker Paul Ryan is once again shutting down rumors that he would run for president. In a Capitol Hill news address, Ryan repeated his longstanding assertion that he will not be a candidate for president this year. Renewed interest about Ryan has been growing because of the possibility of a contested Republican convention in July. And Donald Trump says he won't tweet so much if he's elected president. The frontrunner for the Republican nomination appeared with his family on a CNN town hall yesterday. Of the tweets that are a staple of his campaign for the White House, the real estate developer said, I wouldn't be doing it or I would do it very little if elected. Trump said his tweets are fine, but the retweets sometimes are a little bit shaky. And the governor of North Carolina says an executive order is revising the state's controversial bathroom law. It strikes a balance between privacy and equality, according to their governor. Big corporations like PayPal and Apple have spoke up against the law passed three weeks ago, which has been criticized as anti-LGBT. Now, the executive order that he signed yesterday maintains gender-specific bathrooms in government buildings and schools, but it lets businesses decide. They can come up with their own bathroom policies on their private properties. And efforts to repeal Mississippi's new religious freedom law continue at the state capitol, but they don't seem to have much chance of succeeding. There's a representative that's trying to get legislative deadlines suspended so that the House and the Senate there can take a look at the law. The controversial legislation allows businesses and government employees to deny services to, uh, to members of the to, to gays. Um, they say that it's already hurting economic development and tourism in the state. A House committee there in Mississippi would have uh, approved the resolution. It's, it's, it is not expected to vote on it. And police in New Orleans say that there's no evidence a gun found in the vehicle of the former New Orleans Saints player killed over the weekend had been fired. Former defensive end Will Smith was shot and killed in New Orleans Saturday night after his SUV was rear-ended. Investigators found the 9mm handgun after searching his vehicle yesterday. So it might have belonged to him. When they they talk about that problem of gun culture in the NFL, this is what they mean. A lot of these guys all think they got to carry. They all will say it. That they're they're high profile. Everyone knows who they are. They go to the clubs. They get thugs coming at them. Yeah. Yeah. So a second fully loaded gun was also found in the uh, the Hummer. That is the car that rear-ended uh, of the suspect uh, who's been charged with second-degree murder for shooting and killing Smith. So it was said that he had more than one gun in, in his possession at the time. Smith's wife was also shot, but she suffered non-life-threatening injuries. That's just, a, just sad altogether. Right. You know. So it turns out it was professional hackers who helped the FBI crack an iPhone belonging to one of the San Bernardino shooters. The Washington Post is reporting that the FBI paid hackers who discovered at least one software flaw in the iPhone that belonged to one of the shooters. I bet Apple's dying to know what that flaw is. 
The sources say that the hackers used that software flaw to create hardware that let investigators get past the iPhone's four-digit personal ID number without triggering a feature that would have erased all of the information on the phone. I feel like I would. The first thing I would do now at Apple today is fire all of my on-staff. Hackers, <laughs> because don't you hire those people to work for you? Yeah, you work to like find fu- that? yeah, punch all yeah. the holes in the in the in the shield. Yes, wow, well, so there is a way in. There was a chink in the armor. Um, the couple. I don't think you would need to hire hackers. Just hire my old girlfriend. Could have gotten on <laughs> my phone no matter what. It was gas gaslighting me forever. Like, how does she know these things? She's like, listen. She's like, I read through your phone. But you didn't so know it, right? Like, she knew things, but you didn't know how she knew them. They all hack your phone, party. You no. Safe. No, no, they no. All do. Oh, man. That would be, that right there would be a bad thing in my life if somebody hacked my phone that I was dating. I don't know if I could deal with that, man. That would be tough. Now you're inviting it. Well, I mean, that was just an open invitation to her being like, well, what's on there that's right. so... Well, I don't have anything it's, on it. It's, it's like, like uh, dealing with, uh, you know, the national security deal. If you've got nothing to hide, what's the problem, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your girlfriend, and now I'm curious. My interest has been piqued onto what you keep on your phone that you're oh, so geez. like, oh, my gosh. No, I see. That's I no. completely, in all defensive party, that's people... That's just not right. People deserve their own... Privacy. Absolutely. Just the spirit of yeah. privacy. It's like that's the, to me. That's like looking at my bank statement um, and finding how much yeah, money private. I don't have. <laughs> you know, my husband doesn't know the code to my phone, and yeah. I don't know the code to his phone. See, I, I don't know. Care. I know someone who that is the deal. She says that we will not date. I won't unless I have the password to everything. Because it's a trust issue. I, need I have Facebook, to have everything. I need your Facebook code. I need everything. all that. Be like, you are a crazy person. Yes. Absolutely. Have- I'm like, wow, you need to have that with your... I mean, how does any man ever go, okay? I mean, I, I don't mean, think it would take long to hack if I were that so inclined. But I have no, no, cl- I have no clue what you're saying. I mean, so you never had to go through no. these deals. No, like, you're this lucky. Is, the whole world goes to bed at night with your significant other. And their phone goes, zzz, zzz. And you're like, wait, what's yeah. that? You're like, who's? Oh, that's. They look at it. Mm. Oh, that's, uh, that's Shelly. That's Shelly. You're like, and then the gears start turning in your head, <laughs> and then your phone goes up. She's like, who's that? <laughs> party, Steve. party set up a thing. <laughs> really? Because that looked like a picture popped up on your phone. That was a girl. <laughs> no, no. What? No. Excuse me. Huh? And these little problems, because of technology, <laughs> these little starts. things that our parents never had to deal with. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. You know, so I don't know. Well, Match.com <laughs> yeah. is uh, trying to uh, reel it back in. Uh, they recently sparked outrage in the U.K. by suggesting that people with red hair and freckles could benefit from their service. Right. The new ad, it was posted in train stations across London, featured a close-up image of a woman's freckled face framed with red hair, and the line read, if you don't like your imperfections, someone else will. Okay, cap- so, so someone got mad at that? Yeah, because uh, there's a whole long history with redheads in the UK. There's like a yeah. whole like hate. It, it really is like quite a weird, I mean... Oh, I watched that redhead show, that documentary. Yeah. 
So it upset redheads. They immediately took to Twitter to slam match for the ad. They're like, whoa, what do you mean imperfections? Like freckles and red hair are not imperfections. It's like that. that is that is what I look like. So match.com apologized. They should not even have had a photo. I mean, that's anyone would get mad. Right. I mean, don't you just say, can't you just put the line, if you don't like your imperfections, someone else will, and just leave it to your imagination? Maybe it's a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to look at yourself. There I don't you know. Go. A mirror. <laughs> but they say they're in talks with partners to have the posters removed. They're like, we believe freckles are beautiful, they said, with their fingers crossed, I'm sure. Um, yeah, but Match.com is all... Like, I'm sorry. But it's only British match, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's only British match. So it wasn't, wasn't here stateside. We still love our redheads here in the U.S. Win $5,000 cash, a $5,000 shopping spree, a trip for four to Disney World, and more. It's Pick Your Prize on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 941. All right. 402-938-9400. Uh, Melissa, what's going on? Hi, good morning. Hi, good morning. Um, well, I just had a comment about the phone lock thing. Okay. Right? Well, I agree that I don't think that couples should have the password to each other's phone. I think it's ridiculous. But I think it just depends on the trust of the relationship. With my ex-husband, and you see I say ex-husband, um, <laughs> I got into his phone, and um, the, the stuff that I found was the cause of our divorce. So, wow. I don't know. I think it's, well, it's just kind of... Depends. Uh, Melissa, let me ask you this. Uh, how did you get into his phone? Was, did you have his password, or, or is it like the you just snuck in somehow? Well, at first I didn't have the password, and he did have it locked. And then I would check constantly because I knew something was going on. So I almost obsessed over it. So um, finally I would just keep checking, and then one time it was unlocked. So I don't know why he would have done that, but <laughs> what I found was what I found. So I think it does depend on trust. and. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Molly, does Peter have your passwords or anything? No, do you have his? he doesn't have mine, and I don't have his. I, I think I was just thinking about it over the break. I think I do have his, just because um, I've used his. Like he's been driving before, and yeah. he's been like, "Hey, can you you know text my brother?" Well, you know, whatever. But I've never thought to look in his phone. I've never yeah. thought to look on his iPad or anything. I mean, I think it's just a value of trust. Now, if at some point. I had been given a reason not to trust him. Like, let's say we had a history of infidelity or him being duplicitous, like a being, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then I, I can't speak to, I think that I would be suspicious. I think then that that would change how trusting I am and how, how much leniency our relationship had. But you crossed that bridge. If you get there, which you won't. We haven't. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, but, I but think you gotta, you gotta give people, but I understand I understand couples that, you know, I don't want, I understand couples that don't feel that trust. Like whether there's been infidelity or, you know, a double life lived, I can understand that. Makes people crazy. It makes anybody crazy. Yeah. You love someone, you're jealous. It's so sad that our society is like this, you know, and it's people just obsess over this stuff. And I think that, you know, like with your husband, He'll give you the password if you need to make a call or whatever. And in my case, he wouldn't. And that's what kind of raised my flag. Yeah, that, that would. If, good. That right, is a good. they don't do that. Yeah, that is a good point. I mean, uh, maybe it's not such a bad thing that your uh, your significant other has your password just in case they do need a phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I mean, um, in the case, it's like if I if we'd been in the car and I had been like, hey, can I use your phone? Can I get your password? And he was like, I mean, uh, no. <laughs> I think that that would be that would give me pause. Like, I think at that point I'd be like, whoa. I mean, unless you are Why not? like CIA deep op, like unless you're like Johnny Depp, Donnie Brasco, where you're like, listen, I've been working undercover. I have a double life. But I mean, so you don't. You don't know it, but you sort of feel like it's there to be given to you the moment you ask. Yes. I mean, if he were to ask me, if he grabbed my phone and was like, hey, I need to, you know, I need to make a whatever, like, can I get your password? And I was like, whoa. Would you would you give him the yes. password or would you just put the password in? No, I'd give it to him. I have no I have no problem with him. I have nothing on my phone that would be. I mean, the only thing that he would see would be my, you know... Probably, Naked photos. Right. That <laughs> no. so you've been sending to party. Exactly. You've been saying... To the two of you. But radio silence and would like it if it was reciprocated. I feel like I'm just... Sending these naked photos into a vacuum. I mean, do they go anywhere? Oh, they go somewhere. <laughs> to all my friends. Just- no, he wouldn't see anything. I mean, I don't have... He'd see my Lose It app. Be like, whoa, Ooh, you uh, tracking? Be on a diet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, Melissa, thank you for calling. No problem. All right, take care. Yeah, I All just right, think well. it's a modern day. It's one of these modern day conveniences, though, that creates problems. I mean, think of like your great grandparents. I'm sure they had real issues. I'm sure they had no, very but, complicated lives yes. and reasons to fight. This Imagine if you one. could go back in a time machine and add the technology we have now. Imagine, you know, but keep what in happened mind. to great grandma and grandpa? Why'd they break up? Facebook. No, but keep in mind that back in the day, it was letters and journals, letters and diaries. I mean, people, like, we were just watching, it was so crazy. We were just watching the Jackie Robinson, you know, they've got the Ken Burns, yeah. Jackie Robinson documentary. And it's like... He, I mean, here he is, he's this athlete, he's this, you know, man, and, and he kept a diary. I mean, that's what they're all reading from. That's where they're gathering these, like, little biography nuggets from, is from him writing. And, and so that was the thing. People would, like, yeah. did you read my diary? I mean, it used to be a real thing. Like, and people would read it, and now, uh, if... Uh in the future, when they go back and open up our Facebook diary, it's just going to be a continuation right. of emojis. <laughs> and I worked out and what I ate for dinner. I know. How sad. I know, right? So, I mean, my point is, is that there were other ways. Like, I dated in a pre-Facebook world, and I remember that there were a lot of ways in which your privacy could be violated. Like, I had a boyfriend once that, like, went through letters. Like, I was corresponding with another guy. I mean, I was. I was. It was my college boyfriend. I mean, it was my college boyfriend. And, I mean, we didn't break up because we didn't care about each other. We broke up because I was someplace else and he was someplace else. I just have no interest in in, in going through people's stuff, no matter who they are. Um, Opening that can of worms. No, because, I mean, be careful what you open, man. Exactly. Because you're going to have to deal with it. There's then it now it's a problem even more so, you know. Absolutely. But you should just see all the the, um, red flags. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Bobby. Hey, what's up? I am just telling about the privacy thing. I'm a privacy freak. I don't like people going through my purse. My husband and I have been married almost 20 years. He doesn't open my mail. But I'm also a doomsday kind of person who once in a while, and it's like, okay, what if we're in a car accident, my phone flies out the window, and I can't call 911 from his phone because I don't have a password? You can call 911 from his phone without his password. That's what they will tell you. Um, yeah, yeah so, you can touch emergency. He's like, you don't need my password to call the police. <laughs> so, I mean, I think there's just some time where maybe it's necessary for whatever reason, you know, hey, I have this number in my phone and you don't or whatever. But 
I don't think anybody should go in without permission, basically. No. No, I mean, and I mean, it's the same thing. It's just, it's all sorts a little of bit stuff. Of, you guys are having a little bit of having it both ways. <laughs> yeah, I totally trust your privacy, but I, I'm going to need that pass. I'm going to need <laughs> that. You're basically the FBI with Apple. <laughs> yes, just in case. I totally respect your just privacy rights. Case. I'm going to need that pass, though. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just in case, say you're fishing, or maybe you're on a boat. And then if yeah. one of uh, her, you know, the phone, I don't know what happened. I mean, just the worst case scenario. I don't know, but I'm just saying if you're trying to use 911 as your excuse, he's going to come. He's going to come back with a it. You don't need that because you know and that's a great idea, too. I mean, I kind of forgot about the access to 911, but say you're say I'm in a car accident. And this is one thing that I've always kind of wondered about passwords. I'm in a car accident. Can the cops get into my phone and dial my husband and tell him I'm in an accident? You know, I mean, it's just. Something, I don't even have a password on my phone anymore because I was just like, oh my gosh, what happens if somebody actually needs it and I'm, you know, so do you, on this or whatever. But. So you probably just delete all the naked photos you get then, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. all, always. <laughs> like What's Molly. funny is yeah. I never had a password. I never had a password until I had kids. Kids yeah. are the only reason I lock my phone, and that is because when they're little, they don't understand that they can delete things or... You know, they play around and all of a sudden all the little apps jiggle and they're like, sweet. And then they think it's a game deleting all of them. And then you would open up your phone and you'd be like, where did everything go? They're but like, Declan probably has your password. You don't even know it. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Probably. He's like a little safe cracker. Hey, thanks for calling. Uh, have a good day. Uh, you too. All right, 402-938-9400. This is the Big Party Show. On Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel All right, uh, Celebrity News Molly, what's up? So Bono has an interesting take on how to attack ISIS. He's saying that the key is humor. Uh, Bono was on Capitol Hill. Uh, he was speaking to the Senate. It was a hearing, and he was discussing like the refugee crisis that's going on uh, over in Europe. And one of the things that he got to later was the idea that it is humor that we could use to combat humor? the extremists. Yes. So just do a, a, um, a comedy show? Yeah. He was uh, at one point... Carrot um, top. Yeah. <laughs> Let's send our funniest. Let's Garrett pick top. our strongest comics. <laughs> um, who's the guy with the puppets? Oh my gosh, uh, Jeff. Uh, Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham. Look, Jeff laughing Dunham. now. Yep, that's some good Carrot stuff. Carrot Oh, let's. Uh, Kevin Hart. His uh, <laughs> Kevin Hart opens. By the way, <laughs> Kevin Hart opens. They're like, of course he does. He opens for everyone. He's the hardest working opener. Yeah. Uh, Bono suggested using comedy to fight extremist groups. He's like, it's like you speak violence, you speak their language, but you laugh at them when they're goose stepping down the street and it takes away their power. I would, okay, I get what he's saying. So I, I mean, he's saying we can, we can never lose our sense of humor. That's right. the most important thing. That's what he's saying. In this fight that we, the thing that we have over them is a sense of humor. The, the idea that, that that's one of the ways we can combat them. So he said, I'm suggesting that the Senate send in Amy Schumer, Chris Rock, and Sasha Baron Cohen. Thank you. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's his I guess Dave that's Chappelle his would be great. Um, Dave Chappelle, yeah. Uh, if they have a long, that would be a one way to get him because he would be yeah. like a twenty-four hour. He's like, I'm not done yet. Still up there. What didn't? Because didn't he do that marathon oh, deal yeah. when people went and saw him? They're like, oh my god, it was it's eighteen hours. When is you uh, two going to forcibly make us all download their new album? 
soon. When when do we have to get the new free U2 album? I still have it. <laughs> it's mine. It's mine. It's my alar- it. it's my alarm clock. I don't even know what song it is. I just you just have it all put it into it, and it's the a song. It's a U2 song that wakes me up, and I just hate it, obviously, because it's an alarm. <laughs> right. Yeah. So now the song is Pavlovian. But it's how? Like, oh, I hate those sounds. What a gilded age we live in. That like an amazing band like that gifts every gifts the world. Uh, a free copy of their album, and we're all like, "Ew, I know. We're just, we're I the, agree. We're people, we're we're just we're the worst." I know we really are, <laughs> and I love you too. I um, think it's just you can't give something away. You have to put value on things. I mean, that used to be. I told you the stories. I worked at a radio station. We used to give away pizza in front of Memorial Stadium, and we'd have. Legit, it wasn't sketchy. I wasn't pulling it like out of a paper sack. But people are like, wait a I'd minute. I'd have ba- boxes and people would run up and go, ooh, pizza, going into a Husker game. How much? And I'd say, free. And they'd go, uh, ooh, they'd pull back. Like, yeah, it wasn't creepy. Too good to be true. Exactly. <laughs> what you do? Has this been do down your with? pants? Like, it had been down my pants. It was a radio promo. It was a cold day. <laughs> The pizza was so warm. The pizza was so warm. Oh, man. Now the pizza's less warm. It feels but so my good. my crotch is That's, warmer. <laughs> That'd be an interesting study to go get like four boxes of the, the, you know, large pizza and just have mm-hmm. a sign, free pizza. How many people would come running up for it? You know? So Bono free. might have a point. He said laughter could be effective in blunting the influence of terrorist groups. He said laughter takes away their power. You know, that's the one thing. If we laugh at them, laugh in the face of their terror. Like Charlie Hebdo. Crazy. Charlie Hebdo. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, you know he was uh, he was there. It was really you know he's got that whole um, he does a lot with the refugee crisis. I guess in Syria, five years of violence has killed more than two hundred fifty thousand people, and eleven million have been displaced from their homes. Oh, it's just awful. It's, it's just all so over the bad. place. We 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 screw it up. We haven't figured it out. I mean, yeah. we really dropped the ball on Syria. Yeah, the whole line in the sand. I mean, it would have been a tough gig, whatever president was in the White House, but. Um, you know, we keep doing these scenarios where we let the bad guys start a problem and then they get their way because they, they, the they, they clear out the place. Yes, they do. They, they turn everybody into a refugee. Yeah. We've done it in Pakistan now. It's um, tough. Yeah. So uh, Jarrett Leto apparently went all in method while playing the Joker in the upcoming movie Suicide Squad. Uh, there's talk that, you know, he, during the course of filming, had sent a pet rat to uh, co-star Margot Robbie, who plays Harlequin, and he uh, sent bullets to Will Smith, uh, and then at one point sent a dead pig to the entire cast, which a I guess, pig. yeah, they were like, it, he said, it, the, the character, uh, one of the guys was quoted as saying, he's like, actually, it did its job, because it really united them, like, they were like, this is sick, <laughs> like, this guy sent this, but one of the grossest things, it sounds like he sent, or use condoms. Use prophylactics. Yes, to his co-stars. I'm like, whoa. I guess one of them he sent uh, a Playboy magazine that had obviously been. Um, I'm sure he called made upon. it seem sure. like that. I'm sure these were all just There's no way props. It would be. I don't know. Think man. of a prophylactic like a water balloon. It's yeah. a water balloon. Full just, of something funny yeah. that. Yeah. Dishwashing liquid, yeah. whatever Hopefully. it is. You yeah. wouldn't do the real thing. I hope <laughs> not. Uh, but it's coming out in theaters this August, uh, Suicide Squad. And Ben Affleck, it's been confirmed, is going to be directing and starring in a standalone Batman movie that's going to be coming down the pipe. Uh, you know, he was just, uh, you know, it's coming off the success of Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. I'm going to go see that. Uh, By the but, way, that was an old joke that you did. Didn't you ever do that to your buddies? Like when we were in your 20s, guys would have a 
subscription to Playboy on the coffee table, and you take one, and we put Elmer's glue yeah, so on a sticky. bunch of them and mash Ew. it down and put yeah. a bunch of stuff on it, and <laughs> then you would Lord. drop that on the on the coffee table when there were a go. bunch of people over yeah. and pick it up and be like, dude, what are you doing to this? Gross. In front of a bunch of girls. So they're like, oh. And the guy's like, oh, no. see the look on his face? Like, <laughs> I'm kill is you. that for real? Because about every guy is like, <laughs> is that? <laughs> Gross. Oh, when does Suicide Squad come out? August. August. That is just a lot of pumping on it, isn't there? Mm-hmm. What's yeah. this weekend? That's a really weird segue after what I was just talking about. <laughs> I know. Yeah, what there's is... a lot of pumping on that. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? Pump. When does You're Suicide like, what? come out? August. Yeah, there's a lot of pumping on that. <laughs> dry you mean, like, dry advertising? Pumping. Dry hoping. Yeah, oh, exactly. a lot of pushing. <laughs> I'm pushing and you are so stop it. No, thrusting. A lot of deep hip, a lot of deep hip thrusting going on in that. Everyone's like, that doesn't even make any sense. Like, I don't even know why you would say. <laughs> you could win five thousand dollars cash from Mutual First Federal Credit Union. Just keep listening. It's pick your prize on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel ninety four one. Before you use AI to transform your agency, you need to begin with trust. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com federal. IBM. Let's create. 